Welcome to the Illumination Series. We're so excited. This is Shout 2 in the series. Jeff is getting ready with Adamus, as always. And so let's, each of us, get ready for this special moment. So let's do that by taking that good, deep breath. Just let all the distractions just float away with each breath. Let yourself be truly present. Take that good, deep breath. Let your energies flow. Adamus reminds us, it's all just our energy, each of us. Breathe it in. Feel it. Flow with it. Opening to the highest potentials for you. Breathe. The I am here. I exist. I am that I am. So breathe with presence as we go forward. I am that I am. Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Ah, dear Chambra, welcome, welcome. Uh, such a beautiful way to open this shout, such a, a beautiful, touching song. Uh, and always, if you, if you look at some of these songs that you have, uh, these what music videos, uh, and also just feel it from the standpoint of the soul singing to you, you singing to the soul. Uh, it's not just about the human love that's so often sung about, but imagine that it's about the soul singing to you. Ah, oh, it takes on such deeper, deeper and more beautiful meaning. So what a great way to start this Shoud, Shoud 2 of the Illumination series. Here we are in Kona. We've been here a while with Calder and Linda and those coming in for workshops. And so many of you who bring your energies here, non-physically, of course, but you bring your energies in. Well, I had a few extra moments today. I was listening to uh, Calder and Linda's show the first portion. A lot of times I'm busy getting ready and simply don't have time for all the slides and the talk and everything else. But today I had a few extra minutes and I heard them talking about this hell week. And right away I identified. I thought they were talking about me. And I realized they were just talking about the, the massive amount of work that they have to do preparing in this week for the magazine and the shout and all the other things that come with it. But I tried tapping Caldra on the shoulder to say, Caldra, it's not just you. Uh, it's hell week for the staff. Look at it from my standpoint. It's hell week for Adamas. Well, everybody knows the shout is coming up. We're going to be gathering. We're going to bring our energies together. And this is the most active week for me uh, by far, by two or three times the typical week. Uh, because Shambra's feeling the energy and it brings up their issues and uh, suddenly everybody's calling up. Uh, at least the Crimson Circle, you have a customer service. You have uh, your, what do you call it, your Zendesk customer service and many people handling that, working with Shambra. Me, they call direct. I don't have an assistant. Uh, I've got to take the calls. And all week long, Adamus, this isn't working out. Adamus, that isn't working out. Adamus, but you told us. Adamus this, Adamus that. I do personally answer each and every one of your requests. 
Oh, but these are some long nights. You tend to call at what one, two, three in the morning. I just I don't understand why you don't call me at ten o'clock your time in the morning. It's the middle of the night, and you're calling up, Adamus. What should I be doing? Well, I have one an, an anonymous one. I'll I'll talk about here. I won't give her name. Called all exasperated the other night, all exasperated, Adamus. But you told me. Well, first of all, I didn't tell you. <laughs> first of all, we talk about what's going on in the world with energies, with metaphysics. But no, I don't tell you exactly this is going to happen or that's going to happen. So uh, I had to correct her right away to start with. It's so, no, I didn't tell you. I so said we we talk about. We talk about bringing your light to the planet, but it doesn't mean that you're going to have days that aren't a little challenging. You're still staying here on the planet in, in a, as a body, embodied master. You're going to have gravity days, as I call them now, or hell week days. Uh, but so she, she was quite irritated with me, and I know a few of you might know what that feels like. Well, quite irritated with me. I shouldn't be smiling. Calder is telling me to wipe it off my face, but she was irritated with me, and uh, she said, Adamus, what, what should I be doing? What should I be doing? And I said, my dear, just relax. Just relax. You're getting yourself in a dither. You're just, you're going crazy. You're like the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. You're bouncing off walls. You've got yourself in such a frenzy. You get yourself so into the, the dramas in your mind and wondering, what's going to happen next? What should I be doing? What did I do wrong? Where should I be going next? Where's my guidance? It's overwhelming at times. Overwhelming. But I, I told her, I said, just relax. Take a deep breath. How the fuck am I supposed to relax when I have all this stuff going on in my life and you told me and... Well, take a deep breath. I breathe all the time, and it just doesn't work out. And fuck allowing. I'm so tired of allowing. And of course, I'm sitting back. I'm not laughing. No, no, no. It's not that. But I'm sitting back. Okay, here we go again. We're going to go through this whole thing. We're going to go through all the drama cycles. We're going to go through all the constipation. Gazoon <laughs> uh, tight. Uh, all the constipation and, and all the issues. I said, just take a moment to relax. How are you going to get anything done? How are you going to get anywhere if you're in this frenzy? Now, sometimes I think Shamba kind of likes to be in the frenzy, like to have all these things going on, and because then they don't have to really take a look at what's really going on within them and all around the world. So they get into, not all of you, of course, but some of you get into these mad frenzies. And after listening to her, but Adamus, and you told me, and blah, 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 just take a deep breath and relax. And finally, she did. Finally, most of you realize you just relax. Why? Well, maybe you don't have any other choice at that point. Maybe you've worn yourself out and you can't keep going like, like in that crazy state. And once again, Calder is telling me to wipe that smile off my face, so I will be more serious. But, but really, I mean, it's almost comical. It's almost comical. I said, just 
relax, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath and just feel uh, not all this stuff going on out there, but just feel. Let's, let's, I told her, I said, let me take you by the hand, metaphorically speaking. Just let's go back to the very simple thing. I exist. I exist. As she started to blurt out, I don't want to ex I cut her off. Come back to that. I exist. Really simple stuff. Really simple. She settled down a little bit. She said, but what does that mean, Adamus? I exist. You know, when I've got all these problems and all these issues, and you told, told me, it's like, no. Just hang on. Feel into that for a moment. I exist. Pretty special. It's pretty special that you can even have these feelings of, what, anger, consternation, confusion. That's pretty amazing. If you didn't exist or you were beholden to some other being for your existence, <clears throat> you wouldn't even be able to feel that. You wouldn't be able to feel the stress and, and the overload and yourself just kind of going crazy. So actually, that's a good thing that you can feel these things. Equally, you can feel the I exist. I create my own life. I exist. I, I can feel the air. I, I can hear my own thoughts. I can hear beautiful music. I, I can feel myself existing in this realm of, of matter and physics and the earth. I said, just take a deep breath and relax. Let's talk for a little bit here. Uh, just a little bit more I exist here, a little bit more. I don't know, part of you is like, you know, you screw existence, but it's actually a beautiful thing. It's, it's, a, it's not even a miracle. It is everything. And I didn't want to get too cliche-ish with her at the moment because I know what that does, and I know a lot of you are like, you get to a point, you don't want to hear one more cliche about anything like, once they want to throw up, but I said, you know, this the beauty is that you're always going to exist, and you don't ever have to worry about going out of existence. You never came into existence like from a birth or something, you always have been. If you feel into that for a moment, it starts to put things into perspective, and the little irritating things from the day start to kind of go away. And you can just be with that. I exist, and yeah, I can feel stress and tension, and I can feel irritation and anger. I can also feel the joy of life. I can feel my own dreams. So we talked for a little bit, and I told her, I said, I, I truly understand. It's not easy staying on the planet right now. But it's so important to relax into, into what you're doing. You know, you really can't effectively shine your light when you're stressed out. You really can't. You've, you've all tried it. You've all tried it, and you like, I'm going to shine my light, but geez, i got all this on my mind. It, it just doesn't work too well. It, it's the whole thing about benching. You get a coffee or a beer or whatever and sit on the park bench and just, ah. That's it, just ah. And then as you do, as you relax, as you get out of that, that crazy mind thing, the chasing back and forth, the, 
trying to figure things out and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> calling me as a first and last resort, you start to realize, wow, there's a lot going on right now on this planet. There's a lot going on. We're into the apocalypse. We're deep into the apocalypse, what, seven months into it? And uh, there's so much going on at many levels. It doesn't show up on the surface right away. It's all undercurrents of things that are happening, yet we're seeing a lot on the surface. You're seeing right now what's the culmination of an old angelic battle that goes back a long, long time, long before you ever came to Earth. And it surfaced once again on the planet. And as I said in our last shout, this could be the second of the last Hapuru battle, maybe the last. I, I've been feeling into it this week, watching what's going on, and I'm seeing something shift in, in the leadership. You know, you have these uh, leaders, uh, the political leaders, the military leaders, and they're constantly uh, evaluating what to do next and what, what they have to do to counter the other and what their actions are going to be. But I've seen something this week. As they're thinking into this, and of course they're programmed and they're paid to think about victory, they're looking at it and some of them are starting to realize there is no victory. There is no victory. Even if you win the battle, you the war might go on forever and ever and ever. And it was a real shift that, that occurred at some very high levels. It was, you know, those aha moments that some of these, these leaders get, uh, independent of sitting in a big meeting and talking and planning their next actions. Oh, they're like waking up at two in the morning, or they're in the shower, they're maybe taking a walk, and they realize there's no winning the war. Uh, battles, yes, but not wars. And what do you do? What, how many more lives? How much more suffering? And, then, and of course, then they get into this mode of, well, I'm, I'm here representing the people and we have to win, but slowly but surely something's happening, and it's the direct result of light, consciousness on the planet, where they're suddenly seeing a bigger picture, not just their war room picture, but a bigger picture saying, hold on. Where is this going to in the long run? Is there ever any real victory? What happens now with the rest of the world, even if we win here in the Middle East? And it's happening on both sides. Both sides are starting to say, where does this all go? If things continue along this line, if there's light on this planet, there may be, uh, and Calder is fact-checking me here. I always love when he does that. Uh, you know, it's like uh, uh, Calder is zero, Adamus a thousand, <laughs> I win. If that continues, there may be an apology. I mean, a public apology that comes about. And you know what happens? You know what happens when you get into an argument with somebody and both take your sides and you're going back and forth and then something shifts and somebody apologizes? That generally causes the other person to relax stop the aggressive behavior, and return the apology. Could you imagine that in the Middle East with Hapuru, if that happens? 
And that happens because of one thing. It's light. It's consciousness. That's it. That's why it happens. Uh, so I said to, to the young lady, Shambram, you're feeling all this tension, uh, and, and you're invested in it, uh, because you have been uh, in these situations before, because you have been on Earth uh, and this planet a long time, because you're very familiar with what is happening with the, the energies of the family of Hapuru, and you're feeling into it. And to the discussion that you and Calder had earlier, I was listening today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. To that discussion, talking about agenda. Now, when when you have agenda and you're trying to pump out light, it is simply arrows and swords and bullets. Uh, it's all when you have an agenda and you say, "Well, I, I'm sending my light to to the Israelis," and it's like hey, you're just sending a bunch of more ammunition over. It's when you don't have an agenda. When you realize this planet just needs light, they don't, they don't need your opinion. <laughs> they don't need your biases. They just need light. And I said to her that you're feeling that you're feeling, you're feeling the the Gaia leaving and all the commotion. You're you're you get into these things they are not yours. You don't rise above them. And you say you're getting in there and shining your light and doing all the rest of that, and then you complain to me that your light's not effective, the world's worse than ever before. You know, it's when you shine it, but you've got an agenda, and then it backfires on you. It goes out, and then it comes back to you. The level of agenda, the level of uh, you know, desiring a certain outcome, of saying you want it this way or that way. It's it's not about that. The light that you are able to radiate out to the planet right now doesn't have it you know, if you shine your light and the the planet exploded tomorrow, it doesn't matter. I, I oh, don't give me the finger. It doesn't matter. You've done what you came here to do. It's up to the others. The, the ones not as conscious or enlightened, what they're going to do with it. It's literally about openly shining the light. When, when I shine my light to you, or you're in the pathway of the, the light that I shine out, I don't hope that you have a, a, a well healthier, more abundant life. I mean, I do, but that's not what I'm shining out for. I'm shining it so you could see that you can have that. There's all this stress going on with the environment. There's, uh, there, and it's it's become another cause. It's become the new politics. It's become the new battle, and I'm not saying it's real or not real. I'm saying that Gaia is leaving, and it's time for humans to take responsibility. You've got the the war in with Russia and Ukraine. We've talked about that a lot. That's another huge area of tension, and many of you are picking that up. Uh, and you've got other people in your life. You've got uh, all the things. Not to talk about the this fast evolution of technology. That's uh, unprecedented. What's going on? It's for me. Even as an ascended match master, I watch what's happening with technology. Calder pointed out something uh, the other day to, to uh, dear Linda, and, and it was so accurate. 
he was saying that this music group, uh, the the Beatles, uh, they were quite uh, quite revolutionary. Uh, they recently released a, a, their what last song now and then, uh, and and it's also a music video. Uh, years and years, decades after they're broken up, after two of them are already on the other side, one of them is reincarnated again, the other is not. But they've already they brought out this new song using technology to match uh, voice signals, sound signals, and and then using advanced technology to create uh, a video, the four of them together, in what looks very seamless and what looks like they're all in the studio together. Uh, it's not clunky. It's not uh, artificial. It looks very, very realistic. It was a result of technology. Now, the important thing is the technology's been there for a little bit. Others have used it for other things, but this was... Um, huge because this was uh, this this group, the Beatles. They're they're iconic. They're they're uh, known to most humans on the planet. And now to see this kind of technology at work, it's no longer about just the laboratory being in the labs or the research centers or with the geeks. Now it brings it onto a true mass consciousness level technology, what is real and what isn't? When can you bring others back in? And the other question is, in bringing back the, the, the two, um, George Harrison and John Lennon, who were departed, and bringing them back, is it just a digital reconstruction or is there a consciousness in there? Is there an agreement in there? In other words, are they are they there in consciousness? All of this is happening on the planet right now, and some of you are getting caught into it. And it's causing all this consternation. You're taking it out on yourself. You're thinking there's something wrong with you. You're wondering what you've done wrong. You're wondering why you're still in this crazy, crazy mode. Take a deep breath and just relax. It's not yours. Let yourself feel it and experience it. Let yourself get into the sensuality of everything that's happening, but it's not yours. Rise above it. So I told her, rise above it. And I said, you know, you really don't have any problems in your life other than yourself, <laughs> but there's no major problems. And anything that's really there is simply because you're still getting caught you're still getting caught because you still don't quite understand the whole thing about letting the light flow through you and letting yourself emanate it, radiate it to the planet. And I, I said, do I need to give a, a light uh, lesson to Shambhar? Do I need to talk about what you need to do to let out your radiance? But you have to cut the agenda. You have to cut the expectation, I told her. Otherwise, you're going to end up exactly where you are. You're going to end up uh, you know, between a rock and a hard space. You're going to end up at your wit's end. You're going to end up affecting your own health for things that really aren't yours. Just relax. And remember that the world is changing on a very, very fast rate. There's, there's more going on than ever. 
And that's a good thing. That's why you're here. That's what you wanted. Well, she finally took a couple of deep, good deep breaths and started to relax. And we continued to talk, and she said, You know, actually, you're right. Uh, my life is pretty good. That could be better, but it's pretty good. I get myself caught up in everything, with everything and everyone else, and, and then I redirect it to me, and then my light doesn't flow. My light actually dims, and, and, and it's, it's all wobbly and wavy, and, and then I wonder what I've done wrong, and then I get mad at you, Adamas. And I laughed and held her hand again and said, Just relax and stop worrying so much about what happens in the future. Stop worrying about what happens in your future, first of all. Uh, you, you just you always do that, along with many other Chambra. What about this? What about that? What next? The moment you do that, you're out of grace. You're out of flow. You don't need to worry about tomorrow. Now, Calder's jumping in here and saying, but don't we have to plan? Not obsessively. You know, if you know you need to take the trash out tomorrow morning because the truck is coming by, yes, that's fine. But to obsessively plan your entire next week, your next month, your next year, no, you don't need to do that because it's probably going to change anyway. So why, why go to all that wasted time? Plan, yeah, that you know tomorrow you might need to go to the grocery store or a project is due later in the week, but let go of most of it. Really, seriously, let go of most of it and stop worrying about it. Yeah, worry about what's going to happen to you. And, oh, aren't you just tired of all that? I asked her. And, well, she broke down crying. Yes, she said, I'm really tired of it. I'm tired of the constant pressure, constant disappointment. Uh, the constant feeling that I'm just not doing it right. I said, yeah, that's exactly when you need to just stop and relax. There is a lot going on here. It's really not yours. And when you relax, things just start working out. But you have to let go of the expectation. When you relax, you bring yourself back into balance. You bring... you. You, you, you're much more effective than when you allow your light to radiate, and the first place it radiates is to you, to yourself. So, for all of you right now, just relax. You can swear at me and cuss at me if you want, but then relax. You're doing exactly what you came here to do. And yes, there's still issues, but. Part of it's because you're just stressing about it. You're, you say you're allowing, but it's controlled allowing, which really is not allowing. It's time we all just relax a little bit. Let's take a deep breath together. My job right now is to tell you you're, you're here doing what you came here to do, and it doesn't have to be so rough. It really doesn't. And I know some of you are screaming at me right now, I've tried everything, Adamas. Have you tried truly relaxing and allowing? I mean, to the core. 
to the core core, not kind of maybe, not a little bit, not testing it, but to the core, to relax and allow. And stop having uh, your agendas when you're shining your light. It doesn't really help. It really doesn't. It's not about hoping that uh, all the animals on the planet are saved. Right away, you're in agenda. It's shining your light. And that allows the greatest chance of the highest outcome to occur. So, to that. The other point I wanted to make was there are a lot of forces at work right now on the planet. A lot of forces that you're, you've had to deal with for a long time. Those are starting to loosen up. Those are starting to relax. I'm not just talking about uh, the forces of politics or people or things like that, but we're talking about metaphysical forces that have been here forever, and they are starting to loosen up and relax because of consciousness, because of light. Some of the basics, time, time is starting to loosen up. And at first it's a little kind of disorienting. It's when time isn't what it used to be, part of your human self gets all upset and gets, gets stressed out. You think, oh, I'm forgetting time and I'm not on time for this and uh, I used to be very time disciplined and now I'm not. It's because time itself is loosening up. It was a great force on the planet and it served a lot of good, but now we start to go beyond time. You can still have it. You can still wear your watch if you want to. It can still serve you in the old way, but we start to go beyond. That force is loosening right now. Imagine that it's been very uh, incremental, very very uh, kind of controlled. A second is a second. Uh, an hour is an hour. And suddenly it gets blurry. Suddenly that big clock uh, within you gets starts to get blurry and starts to wobble. Maybe some of the numbers start falling off the dial. Uh, maybe the hands start going a little bit backwards once in a while. That's what's happening to time. And it is going to make you feel disoriented. It's going to make you feel that you're losing control. There's something wrong with you. And this is where you get into that uh, uh, mind thing and that hysteria. What's wrong with me, Adamus? Nothing. It's that time is loosening up right now. Mass consciousness is loosening, or I should say expanding. There is more light or more consciousness within it now than there was a year ago, and, and certainly before uh, Heaven's Cross. That's loosening up. And if you're tapped into that, it's going to feel strange that it's not the same old place where you go to. To, to get your balance. And that's a good thing. Because when you learn to get off the teat of mass consciousness, you really understand now you go back to yourself. You don't need to keep milking on mass consciousness, finding your place there. That's loosening up right now. There was a major force that really dominated um, human life for so very, very long. And now, it's not as tightly woven. Imagine all the, the, the uh, tapestry of mass consciousness and all the weavings, some pretty ugly, some pretty good. Every one of them starts to loosen up a little bit. 
more more give and take and more freedom and and parts of this amazing tapestry of mass consciousness now that uh, start to grow the ends start to grow but they're not tightly woven together they're more instead of being like a like a weaving with a with a tight knit uh now at the ends of mass consciousness the new stuff coming in it's all just light dancing in and out of each other it's not it's not fabric knitted into itself that's that's loosening up right now there's some fundamental forces of physics on the planet there's electromagnetics there's grids electromagnetic grids on the planet there are electromagnetic fields but what's happening in the in the electromagnetic fields in particular is that there is a uh, a light that has come from certain humans on the planet that is causing the uh, the lessening or the lightening of the electromagnetic grids and frequencies because humans have used these to really kind of help weave mass consciousness they use these what they call the fields the electromagnetic fields as kind of their loom for weaving mass consciousness and now these electromagnetic fields are changing because more and more people are realizing it is not a field a common collective field all of these electromagnetic frequencies grids and fields belong to the individual they belong to you and when even a few realize this and start living their life accordingly it starts loosening up the entire mass consciousness belief of the electromagnetic fields the very things that then weave mass consciousness and ultimately weave matter together and that's loosening up right now the forces that have defined and shaped the planet the biology the matter the mass consciousness they're all loosening up right now and that's a good thing that is a result of a higher level of consciousness and then the big one the exciting one we've talked about it recently in in Kihok and in some of the workshops gravity itself gravity is not just a, a a physical force it is a physical force but not just it holds things in it also affects every thought every emotion every memory that you have so gravity is both physical and non-physical it holds it together but what's happening on the planet right now is enough humans are beginning to realize that it for every force like gravity there is also the reverse if you want to call it that there's also the un there's the other side of it that has been out of view of humans out of consciousness there's another side of gravity that opens things up that lifts things up that it's it's not just about repelling uh but it allowing it to go to expand and it make it a little more confusing the expansion can go in as well it, it, that doesn't mean tightening you can have an inner loosening gravity is changing and that's going to cause a lot of other issues on the planet it's when gravity changes it's going to throw people off psychically mentally uh you've probably noticed more and more people just 
kind of losing it and you're wondering what is going on with them. The gravity that they're so used to holding themselves together is shifting and changing, so they don't have the old places to go back to. They freak out. They they get start to get very mentally unbalanced, but that's a good thing because eventually humanity is going to discover that gravity works in all ways. All ways. You don't need to right now say to yourself, well, I need to make gravity expand me and make me grander and greater. These are all natural things that occur. You don't have to direct the gravity. You just have to ride the wave, so to speak. Allow, relax, and let yourself be, uh, be served as a master, whether it's the gravity coming inwards, whether it's going out. These are all forces that have been on the planet for as long as one can remember that are all changing right now. They've got magnetics on the planet. Magnetics, you know how it is that uh, opposites attract. You take two magnets, boom, they come together. Opposites attract. You try to put uh, the, the two sides that are equal together and they resist. That's changing. Can you imagine? just even a little bit of change in the magnetic forces of the planet of of the of reality of the universe a little change how that affects the planet how many things on the planet are guided by magnetic forces or electromagnetic forces which are similar but not quite the same how much of the planet is is affected by magnetics? Uh, even even birds and animals that use magnetics in in their guidance systems, uh, they don't they don't have GPS. They use the magnetics of the planet. The forces that have held the planet together for so very long are all shifting and changing right now. So I told my dear Shamba friend when she was in such a, a quandary the other night, when she was just, oh, you can only imagine the screaming and the fits and the nothing's working and blah, blah, blah. Take a deep breath and relax. It is working. And sometimes the energies can be tough. Sometimes the shift that has to occur out of gravity, out of magnetics, out of even the way light comes to this planet, is somewhat disruptive, but oftentimes the disruption is an essential part. Now, not, I didn't say suffering, I said disruption. It's an essential part of the whole transformation, the whole reason you're here on the planet. And I said, you know, when you look out at what's happening, I, I told her, when you look out at what's happening, you're looking at the effect of what you're doing. You're looking at the changes that are coming from your light when you're able to shine it with all, all the agendas that are transforming the planet right now, that are keeping things from being going too crazy. You know, you don't want the shift to occur too quick. Most people, most physical uh, objects and structures couldn't handle it, but it's being done on a graceful level, a masterly level. Not for everybody. Some are suffering. But ultimately, what's happening with consciousness on the planet will truly create a peace and a, and a grace on the planet. 
truly go beyond all the old wars and the old inequities on the planet and turn this into a, a real garden of paradise. Well, she finally settled down. I actually think she went to sleep on me, but she finally settled down and started to go off into a dream state eventually, dreaming about all the changes that we're going through right now, going through her role, her expectations, going through what so many of you did up until recently, the realm work that you did, preparing the other realms. And the other realms, uh, they're, they're, that was complex work, but it needed to be done to balance what's happening here. She went off into a dream world where she remembered and relived so many of the things that she'd been through in the lifetimes leading up to this, in the lifetimes of being really truly lost, being in the dark, being uh, fearful of life and everything that's brought her to this point. And then in that dream, finally uh, imagining she was walking through a door and arriving, arriving home, and knowing that this was nothing like the home she had left, but it was her new home, that the work was done. Now she could truly relax and enjoy. Let's take a good deep breath right now and let's put on a little bit of music to bring this to a morab. I know many of you are, are hurting right now. There's some anxiety. More should be happening. I must be doing something wrong. None of this is working. Others are making it work, but it's not for me. Uh, no, just. Let's relax. Let's relax right now. Remember, we've had a lot of meetings in the other realms, some of these nocturnal meetings. Remember when we talked about the whole layout for this lifetime, for the time of the machines? And myself and some of the other Ascended Masters said, you know, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting time down there when you go back down to Earth in that lifetime. And there's going to be times where you really get caught in all the old stuff as much as you know right now, and that's when you just have to relax. There's going to be times when you're wondering what you're doing wrong, or thinking this is all a bunch of crap, and that's fine. It's, it's perfectly fine to wonder about it, but then just take a deep breath and relax. Feel in again into why you're here. It wasn't a mistake. You chose to be here. Remember when we had those talks and I said, you know, you're not going to be alone. I'm going to be with you. Tobias will be with you. Many other of the Ascended Masters, we're going to be there, whether you like it or not. Sometimes you may not. But you're going to be there with a group of other humans all across the planet, not limited to one culture one language, 
you're going to be there with many, many others. And you know, that's probably one of the most comforting things that you're not alone. And you're going to be able to meet them in person and in other ways. I see here we're talking before you came here to the planet and for many of you, the internet wasn't even a reality. You're going to be able to talk to each other and share and cry on each other's shoulders. And that's something we didn't have. The other ascended masters, we didn't have that. This is one of going to be one of the greatest gifts that you've given yourself to be there with the others. There's going to be times when maybe it doesn't go fast enough on the planet. You wonder if you didn't pump out enough light. There's going to be times when it goes way too fast and you're having a hard time keeping up with it. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the time clock or when things happen. It's not important. It all works out. It all resolves in just the right way. We're not in a rush here. There's going to be times when you hit the wall. You're going through so much in your own life at a biological level bringing in your light body, you're getting out of your mind, you're going through so much and you're just going to flat out hit the wall. I remember when I told a lot of you that you're like, Oh, no, not me. Uh, one over there might but not me. Yeah, well, that you do. And that's okay. Because sometimes that emotional bump and fill of hitting the wall kind of gets you reoriented, kind of wakes you up. I wouldn't be smiling about it if I if I didn't know that you're going to collect yourself. You're going to get right up. You're going to take a deep breath and you're going to let your energy reorient itself. You're going to realize that you were just trying to think through it too much. And you're going to get up and say, geez, I don't have to work this hard. I just have to let my energy serve me and guide me. I just have to allow the flow of my soul. I, ugh, what was I thinking? I went back to my old human habits of trying to control and manipulate and make things happen. All I have to do is be present. That's it. There's a lot happening right now, a lot, a lot on the planet. And well, we talk about it almost every day at the Ascended Masters Club. There's some that, that are totally amazed at how quickly things go. Others of us that we knew they were going to go pretty fast, but not quite like this. We knew that there were going to be times when you were going to call out cry out, scream out and wonder if you're doing the right thing. Wonder about yourself. We know that again, with everything happening on the planet and with the way that you are, you want to take this all in yourself. You want to actualize it within you, even though it's not necessarily yours to see if you can work through it 
if you can let energies resolve and let them then transcend and open up. You want to take it all within you as your personal issue, kind of like uh, putting together a great big jigsaw puzzle on behalf of humanity, when you really don't have to, but you do. Can, can you do it? And then you feel, if you can do it, I, I took all this crap in, I, if you can do it, really burden yourself, overload yourself, but you still do it, you think you're going to be more effective at than bringing consciousness and light. Phew, like the Master. I took on all this. I took on an overload, more than anybody could imagine, and I was able to work my way through. I was able to <laughs> really transform all that within, so now that I did it within me, I put it out to the planet. Yeah, that's good, but um, you don't need to do that. In a way, I feel you're kind of testing yourself. You're kind of saying, how bad can I be? How big can I take on of all these issues? Why? That's what I told my dear friend the other night. I said, why? What are you trying? Are you trying to prove something to me? Uh, you're trying to prove it to yourself. Why? You don't need to do that. If you want to, you're welcome. And yeah, we'll talk about it maybe at the Ascended Masters Club. But it's unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. I told her then, just relax into your own consciousness and your own light. That's all you need to do. Don't take on this other stuff. Don't. It's bringing you down, down. Yeah, you'll work through it eventually. But are you going to feel any better? Any more level of satisfaction? Any more accomplished? If you think you will, if you think by making it tough, you're gonna you're gonna have a better experience and. You're going to be, your light is going to be shinier. Go ahead and do it. Or not. Realize that you've already done everything that you need to do. You've already taken on all that you need to take on. And realize that right now, you don't have to go through all that. Right now, it's just about taking a deep breath, relaxing and letting the purity of your light shine without agenda. That's it. It's up to you, I told her. We're going to watch, or I'm going to watch and see what she does, what you all do. Are you really just going to allow, or are you going to continue to take on the experiences? It doesn't really matter to me. I'm there one way or the other. But right now, just for this little moment right now, let's just relax. Relax into your realization. Relax into your master self. 
relax into that grace, uh, grace of life. I don't want to diminish what you've been doing, any of you have been doing by one bit at all. It's tough and you don't see me there, except for these occasions that I come in through Caldra. You don't see a lot of the other Ascended Masters. It's tough. And I certainly don't want to make fun of it, not at all, but I do want to make light of it. Let's take a deep breath together. Deep breath together. Just relax, okay? Just relax. Now, switching gears. I am particularly pleased, delighted, proud of this new Chamber creation called 21 Chambre Realizations. As Calder talked about in his recent uh, magazine article, I did come to him early in the year and I said, Calder, you need to work with the others and take the wisdom, just whittle it down to like 20 points and, uh, and put it out to Chambre. It sounded like an easy task. Uh, I knew different. I knew it would be very difficult. Difficult not in a suffering way, but in a how do you take all this? How, how do you take everything that's been discussed and what you have been experiencing and distill it down? It was a good lesson in distilling, uh, but it was also a beauty to watch how this all came about. And it wasn't just the staff, every one of you was tied into it in different ways. Uh, how to take all this and put it together in what turned out to be 21 points, not 20, but 21 points. And then, and then to take the, not just the words, uh, not just the individual point, uh, but a brief explanation and then turn it into something beautiful, the, the, the energy beautiful. I mean, aesthetically beautiful, yes, but an energy beautiful. And that's exactly what happened. It took almost a year to, to do. Uh, but again, right, just in time, just in time. We're launching this, Crimson Circle is launching it, and what I'd like all of you to do right now is to take a deep breath and let yourself feel yourself in this. You're part of it. Let yourself feel your own wisdom in this, as well as the wisdom of the others, your own light in this. Let's bring that all together now. I'm going to ask the production desk to play the video version of 21 Chambra Realizations. And I ask each and every one of you to add your energy to it right now, to bring your energy into this so that when it goes out beyond Chambra to others, that it's infused with the beauty of, of your soul, of your wisdom. So uh, Calder is telling me this is about 18 minutes long. I ask you to kind of mirab this, meaning that 
bring the consciousness into this. Uh, I'll be back after this place, but right now, take a look at your latest creation, 21 Chambra Realizations. Number 1. I exist. I am that I am. Everything emanates from this. This is the passion of your consciousness. I exist. I am that I am. I have always existed. I have no beginning. I have no end. I am eternal. I can exist in different forms. I may exist in this lifetime as my human identity, but even when that part of me goes beyond, I still exist. Everything flows from this, your pure state of consciousness. Number 2. Consciousness must be present for anything to occur. For any creation or experience to exist, consciousness must first be there to perceive and to call it into expression. Without the presence of consciousness to observe and experience its creation, the creation does not exist except as a potential. Consciousness does not arise from matter. It is the source. Consciousness is the key to everything. Nothing happens until something is perceived. Number 3. Everything is an act of consciousness. It's all an act of consciousness. From the face you see in the mirror to the faintest impulse. From the highest enlightenment to the darkest brutality from deepest love to coldest indifference, victim to victimizer, birth to death. Everything you do is simply a role played out by your consciousness for the purpose of experience. You can change the act whenever you choose to move on from the current act or wish to have a new experience. It is your free will. Number 4. The human journey is about experiencing your consciousness and energy. Earth was created specifically for angelic beings to embody into a slowed-down reality so that we could discover and understand the relationship between consciousness and energy. Your consciousness is pure, and your energy is neutral until it's called into expression by your perception and the desire for experience. Understanding the relationship between consciousness and energy is the purpose of life on Earth. Number 5. Energy is communications. Nothing more, nothing less. Energy is communications, not particles or a force or power. 
It is what your consciousness created in the desire to know itself. Energy is in a neutral state until ignited by the desire of consciousness to have an experience. That sets energy into motion and its dynamic and design are always going to be in the exact accordance with how consciousness perceives itself. Energy is a constant communication that consciousness has about its own nature and state. Number 6. Everything in your reality is your energy. All energy is yours, the song of your own soul. Consciousness perceives everything only through its own energy in the same way that you can only see through your own physical eyes, never through somebody else's. Therefore, everything in your reality is your own energy called into its current form by your perception of your own self. Even when there is an energy design outside of you, such as that of nature or other people, still you fill that design with your own energy to be able to perceive it. You don't perceive others directly as they are, but only through your own energy. Energy cannot be given or taken, although you can create an illusion of such an exchange. It is completely up to you how to perceive and receive your energy. Number 7. The Master Allows Energy to Serve Them When everything in your reality is your energy, it's no longer necessary to select, protect, or reject anything in your life. As the Master, you understand that every moment of life is your creation a gift from your free self to your human self. You can therefore fully receive your energy in absolute trust and flow, knowing that it is serving you in perfection. Others cannot steal your energy, nor can you get energy from anything outside of yourself. Instead of limiting, manipulating, and resisting energy, a master allows it to serve them. Number 8. All energy seeks resolution. Your energy is in neutral until it takes on polarity to form and express a reality. It is meant to flow freely through experience, but often it gets stuck due to trauma, guilt, shame and other issues. This stuck energy can then manifest in the body as aches, pains and illness, and in life as repeating patterns, problems and challenges. When you let go of the issues and allow the wisdom, your energy will return to its natural flow, bringing healing, resolution and renewal. Number 9. You are your own oneness. 
through the timeless spiral of its existence, your soul has generated countless expressions of itself. And because energy always finds its resolution, it is to this deep inner oneness that all lifetimes, aspects, and experiences inevitably return. Everything, past, present, and future, every potential is already within. Your oneness is sovereign, not dependent on any other beings or forces, not even melding into anything outside of itself. You are on a journey that culminates with returning to your own oneness. Number 10. Realization is a natural occurrence. Enlightenment is the full integration of every part of yourself. Energy is always moving towards resolution, which means your realization is a foregone conclusion. No matter how deep one dives into experience, the song of the soul will always sing you back home. The human cannot possibly design and manufacture their realization. In fact, you are already realized and now just going through the experience of how you got there as if traveling back through time. Number 11. You are not responsible for your realization. Realization occurs from the desire and instigation of the soul and the inner master, which is the culmination of all your lifetimes. As the soul's human expression, your only responsibility is to sensually experience the journey. The destination is confirmed. How you get there is up to you. Number 12. The future is the past healed. As humans, we tend to build the future on the past. Tomorrow will likely resemble yesterday. Childhood wounds create troubled lives. Unfinished business leads to karmic reconnections. However, when one lets go of the problems, turns away from suffering and chooses self-love, the future becomes very different. You realize nothing was ever wrong. Everything was simply an experience that can now be given up to the soul and brought to wisdom. Number 13. Suffering is for fools and clergy. Suffering was never intended to be part of the human experience. However, perhaps due to the original guilt of coming to earth and forgetting self, it took hold in human consciousness. There is absolutely no need for suffering, whether to strengthen your character, pay for your sins, or to become enlightened. You can change suffering consciousness to joy consciousness whenever you choose. Number 14. You are not a victim of anyone or anything. Every role played by humans is an act of consciousness and everything in your reality is your energy. Therefore, 
No being or organization can harm you or steal your energy unless you choose to play that role. If you believe you're a victim, you will create that pattern in your life. And every victim is always an abuser. When you let go of the victim act of consciousness and take full responsibility for your experience, you set yourself free. Number 15. Abundance and health are natural states of being. Your soul naturally exists in abundance, well-being, peace, and joy. It is unnatural to live in lack, limitation, and pain. Allow yourself to feel your natural state of being, and you will restore your natural state of ease and balance. Number 16. If you have issues in your life, it's because you're still gaining something from them. Whatever is in your life experience is there because you're still getting something from it. Even the undesired things are there because they are still serving you in some way. You are the creator. Ask yourself what you're gaining from the issue, and if you're ready to move on, release it from your life and allow it to be distilled into wisdom. Number 17. Over 90% of your biology and thoughts are not yours. Your body is mostly a product of your ancestors. Your mind has been programmed to follow patterns, picking up beliefs, perceptions, and fears from family, teachers, friends, news, and mass consciousness, whether expressed in some tangible form or non-physical, such as thoughts, and internalizes those. Humans tend to own all perceptions and experiences that come from within, but you can use your awareness to discern what is really yours. What is yours is what you choose. Keep only what you want, then take a deep breath and let everything else go. Number 18. Only your soul can heal your wounds, and only when you're ready. Throughout life, you may run from your wounds, react to them, obsess over them, counsel them, process them, and try to heal them in countless ways. True healing can only be found by releasing the wounds to your soul and receiving its forgiveness. The soul has infinite patience and will wait until you are done with the issues and ready to let them go. Then it will welcome, heal, and transform everything into pure wisdom. Number 19. You are not beholden to gravity, be it physical, emotional, or societal. In the physical world, gravity is a force that holds things together and it has the same function in the realms of thoughts, emotions, beliefs, mass consciousness, and more. In quantum physics, there is expansional gravity, sometimes referred to as dark energy. 
It allows everything from the expansion of the physical universe to the opening of thoughts, beliefs, and emotions. In the limited perspective of the human, we only see and experience inward gravity, but in fact, we also have access to expansional gravity in order to move beyond the restrictions of matter and mind. Number 20. There are no beings greater than the human being. While other beings and civilizations may exist and may even be technologically and intellectually advanced, it is the angelic beings in human form who have dived in the deepest, forgotten the hardest, hurt the most, and still have kept learning, growing, and eventually remembering. As angels searching for home, we discovered love right here on Earth. In the darkest nights, we chase the light. In the deepest pain, we choose compassion. And now our wisdom radiates throughout creation, affecting the entire cosmos. No other beings have endured and learned as much as humans, created things as deep and as sensual as art, poetry, and music. This makes humans the most sacred and advanced beings of all. Number 21. All is well in all of creation. You took on the human condition to experience in the deepest ways and learn about consciousness, energy, and self-love. Being human was never a punishment or curse. It was a courageous choice to explore and create. When you are fully realized and ascended from the planet, your stories will inspire and edify countless other beings because you are living proof that everything works out. With this knowledge, you can relax into your realization and experience these final years on the planet in any way you choose. No soul being is truly lost and no issue ever goes unresolved. Oh, I hope that you can feel the beauty and grace so distilled. I mean, 24 years of work and we got, we have this beautiful gift of 21 realizations. Wow. Indeed, and uh, it was a special moment for me just now because uh, I had all the Ascended Masters gathered at the Ascended Masters Club, of course, uh, watching and viewing. They ask a lot, what, what, what do you do with Chambro? What's going on there with this group of yours? And it was like a premiere showing for me, having all of them together and saying, this is who we are. This is what it's we beautiful. do. And for my dear friend uh, who contacted me this week, Hell Week, uh, with all of her consternation and agitation and frustration, uh, after I got her to relax a little bit, after I got her to 
go into her dream about everything that's been done in this lifetime, leading up to this lifetime, then this lifetime, and where we are now. I said, at the shout on Saturday, we have a special gift for everybody. Watch it and feel into it. Add your add your energy into it, and look at how far we've come mm. in in these few short years that we've had together. Look at how we've brought so much wisdom forth and lived it. You've lived it in your life, and now we're letting that free, letting it soar, letting it fly to any others that might be on that path looking for answers, but more than anything, looking for light. While the 21 realizations of Chambra are in this booklet format and in the video format, what the viewers are really going to get, the readers are going to get, is your light. So let's take a deep breath with that. And uh, to those at the Ascended Masters Club, we have, we have those serving right now my very special drink, which we'll have a, a glass of it here, uh, a toast with the St. Germain liqueur. And to all Ashambra for making this possible, we thank each and every one of you. Cheers. Cheers. And cheers, buddies. Cheers. This is what we do. With that, we'll be back for more. Let's take a good deep breath together, relax, and realize that. Um, the other takeaway from today is that everything right now, the forces are loosening up. All the forces, gravity, magnetics, electromagnetics, light itself, everything that holds reality into place, all the particles, all the, the, the what they call the dark energy, uh, which is simply uh, the reverse gravitational force, everything that holds matter into place, it's all loosening up right now. So that's a good sign of what all of us have done and a good reminder to you to loosen up as well. With that, all is well in all of creation. Thank you. And so it is. Please, with that, take the good deep breath. Let yourself feel into the beauty of those Chambra 21 realizations. So much beauty of our journey covered in such a sweet way. Breathe it in and note what it felt like to you. It's yours. It's all our energy. Take that good deep breath, that good deep breath of life. Once again, feeling with gratitude for this incredible life, this incredible metaphysics of Adamas offering so much to each of us. Breathe and flow. Allow it. Thank you so much for being a part of this Shoud Illumination number two. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here with us.
Uh-huh.